Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you again today. My dad first talked about this subject, which is God forgave and did not punish. And he first brought this to the pulpit on January 30th of 1977. And he based it on the book of Jonah, third chapter, the 10th verse. And God saw what they did and how they turned away from their evil ways. And God repented of the evil which he had said he would do to them. And he did not do it. So the question is, do we always get what we deserve? My dad opened this story, and this is an interesting one for me to talk about, because he talked about his parents, which were, of course, my grandparents, who were living in Arkansas at the time in a little farm about 12 miles outside of town, four miles off the paved road. They were living by themselves, and my dad was an only child. And by 1977, they were quite elderly. So dad was the one who would go down there and check on them a couple times a year. And this time, I mean, we're talking January, so we're talking in the winter, and the weather had turned cold down there, so when he arrived in Little Rock, they were having snow. Now, it had been on the ground for days. The weather was freezing, and this was really before any of the climate change stuff, so the weather for Arkansas was quite unusual. And for whatever reason... They had natural gas they used on the farm, and they ran out. So then they had water pipes freezing up. And then the temps went above freezing. And since they lived on a dirt road, the bottom dropped out of the road, and it got so muddy that it was almost impossible for anything except big-wheel trucks. Now, after all this fun, they had a sleet storm. And the roads got ice covered, and they didn't really have anything other than Mother Nature to take care of it. So my dad was commiserating that he managed to miss the first church service that he could remember in the last 20 years. And you know, he also said that it was really not the same listening on the radio, and in that it's probably too too true, particularly from his viewpoint. So then finally, you know, middle of the week, they did manage to get out, and he got back to Little Rock, and he got to the airport, and he got on his flight. So as he got on his flight, it was full of vacationers who had been down in Florida. And they were complaining about how cold it was at the beach. So I guess, you know, he thought how misery loves company. Anyway, he was trying to get back. and it, But he, he uses this as an opening illustration of, of this particular time. Because what did he do to get punished like that? And surely there was something in his background that got him there. But, you know, for the life of him, he couldn't remember any specific act that would cause all this type of punishment. But do we always get what we deserve when you have punishments? I mean, he got home okay, and my grandparents were happy, and they were doing fine. So maybe he wasn't being punished at all. He was really looking at his family this week, and he mentioned when my sisters and I, when my, excuse me, my sister and I were young, and he remembers that he sometimes wondered if it would not have been better to have not punished us as much as, as he did. And then he said that 
we probably deserved the bit of punishment that he was giving. And thankfully, he stops thinking about this by saying, well, how well we turned out. And he is proud of my sister and me. So he's really not going to try to look into that anymore. Now I'm pretty sure that my sister and I would say a little less punishment might have been a good thing, but it wasn't by any means a bad childhood. Now he does say that he says that if we were all punished every time that we deserve to be punished, it would be pretty bad. He says, for instance, if the government punished everyone who lied on their income tax and put them in jail, we wouldn't have any jails in the country. The judges' calendars would be so full, and half of them would probably be in jail too. So obviously we have violators of things that should be punished but aren't, like something as simple as running a red light. Should they? Should have people be punished? Well, yeah, they probably should, but they aren't, and so they get away with it. And so we do not always get punished for the guilty things we do, yet sometimes we don't get punished when we deserve punishment. So it's hard not to punish when the punishment is deserved. I think we've all had a time in our life when we were so mad at someone or some organization that we feel has wronged us or wronged you and then just got so angry at them that we just kind of sat around trying to do our best to figure out a way to make that person or organization suffer the way he or she should have been made to suffer. Sometimes it's just hard to throw the malice out of one's heart when one has been innocent and someone else hurts you deeply, and sometimes it's hard to accept the apology of the person who hurt you. Now, I'm not talking major things, but it is hard to shake hands with a person who has gone out of their way to hurt you and forgive them. I mean, truly forgive them. But that's what we're being asked to do. So can, can you, will you do that? So no one wants to do that. And the punishment, well, be forewarned. You know, you got to shake hands. Now, remember that this was in 1977 that this was being presented. And that was not long after the election that Jimmy Carter defeated Gerald Ford. And Gerald Ford, of course, is the president who gave a pardon to Richard Nixon for his activities that he might have done while in the White House, and particularly Watergate. And you can research and you can argue right or wrong of that particular act. But history has certainly shown that Ford's action made this country a much calmer place for the next several years when we didn't have to listen to the bad blood and all the dirty laundry that was going to come out from the Nixon area if they actually had a trial. But you have to wonder. I mean, Nixon had been disgraced. He'd been... he'd. Been resi he resigned out of office, but was essentially thrown out of office. I mean, was that enough punishment? And in all honesty, history shows that the country is, well, we've had several times that were just as bad. They had times with the Indians on the Trail of Tears, that, and that was ordered by the president to move the Indians. And then the hurt that accompanied, you know, the, the march that happened, it killed so many of the Indians. So what would have happened if Ford had not given Nixon that pardon? I mean, would we have had to look forward to another four years with Jimmy Carter uh, never being president? And what would have been the consequences of that? 
But people, for the most part, want the guilty person punished. So in conclusion, we all sin, and we deserve to be punished for our sins. But God forgives us our sins, and Jesus has assumed our punishment. And this is the salvation. You have the story of Jonah and the story of the people of Nineveh, hearing the preaching and the whole city repenting, and God forgave them. But Jonah didn't like God forgiving them. He wanted God to destroy them as God had threatened to do. But God forgave them. The people of Nineveh truly repented of their activities and did the best they could to straighten out their lives in the city. And that's why God forgave them. It means that repentance is simply that we do our best to turn our lives around and turn them around toward the good living that is God's will for us. So we might look at our lives and find them sinful, and we repent. And that means that we're determined to do something about setting things straight. And we go to work with God's help to do that. And that's when God forgives us and remembers that we're all sinners and our sins were paid for by the death of Christ on the cross. Jesus has assumed our punishment. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank you.